dear passenger, and welcome aboard the Self-Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self-growth journey. My name is Frances Rivera Pacheco, and I'm your tour guide. First, I want to say thank you for tuning back in for the last episode of season number one of the Self-Growth Train podcast, The Season of Power. I know that this episode was supposed to be released on January 26th, however, that wasn't possible. I also want to make a note that I feel so bad and I want to apologize for not being as consistent with this podcast as I want to be. I will admit that I am struggling a lot with time management and also with prioritizing. Um, However, I do want to emphasize that this podcast means a lot to me and that's why I am working every single day towards becoming a better version of myself and also towards becoming more consistent with this particular goal of mine. And today I am going to be revisiting each and every one of the last episodes just because I think it is very important not just for you guys but also for myself to take a moment and reflect on all the things that I have discussed and all the things that I have planned up to this point and kind of give you an update of how it has been working out for me and also opening the space for you guys to tell me how it has been working out for you. And you know, I was trying to figure out how to best do this in a way that I would have, you know, research to back it up. And I think that the best way to do this is if we put in our heads that we are kind of revising an essay. I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity or the job or the assignment to write an essay. But if you have, you know that there's a lot of revision that goes towards our papers. Um, And that can be hard and it can be frustrating and it can be, quite honestly, super, super annoying. (laughs) However, I did find this article by the Washington University and it's called Revising Your Paper. And there's this segment where they talk about why and how to revise. And the specific quote I want to look into is this one. But real revision is more than making a few changes here and there. Real revision requires that you open yourself up to the possibility that parts of your paper, and even your entire paper, might need to be rethought and rewritten. And if we continue with this metaphor that this essay is our goals or our manifestations or our dreams, you will see that there have been times where we have written these goals, manifestations, and dreams, and we're like, okay, well, I already did it. I don't have to like revise it. This is what I'm going to focus on, and this is what I'm going to go for. However, somewhere along the way, you subconsciously start to realize, oh, wait, th- this is not what I want. And it's in that moment where only two things can happen. The first one is that you're going to deny it or completely ignore it. And what this does is that it sets you on this preset path that you already had um, planned, but you're no longer into it. So therefore, really, you become unmotivated because it's not something that you actually want. And then the second thing that can happen is that you actually say, hmm, okay, this is interesting. What I thought I wanted is not what I want anymore. What do I want to do about this? Do I want to stay on this path that is literally going to lead me nowhere? 
Or do I want to revise what's going on and see if there's any way that perhaps I still want to do this, but just not to the same extremes as I did before? So what this exercise does is that it allows you to have a conversation with yourself in order for you to re-envision what it is that you want and also redirect you on this new path that will make you more successful because now you know for a fact where your mindset is at and you're not trying to force some goals that you had three months ago or hey, even like a week ago or maybe even three hours ago and now they mean nothing to you. So now that we know this, let's go back to the first episode where we talked about the power of manifestation. At the end of the episode, I asked you, What are you manifesting today and how do you plan to achieve it? I want you to think about that. Obviously, I can't talk to you at this moment. However, I kind of want to guide you through some questions, you know, to kind of revise and reflect. First of all, do you even remember what it was that you wanted to manifest that day? If so, were you able to achieve it? If you don't remember then let me ask you this other question. Is this something that happens a lot where you have some manifestations in your head, but you don't necessarily write them down or you don't really follow through? If this is the case, do you think that there's a reason behind it? Um, Because for me, I can tell you that a lot of times I don't want to write it down in a piece of paper because I feel like if I do, then I'm going to hold myself accountable for what I'm writing. So I don't want that kind of pressure. And I don't know if that's the same case with you, but I just, I was kind of curious because, you know, I want to get to know all of you guys. And yeah, like I want to know whether setting a manifestation for yourself is something that comes naturally or if it is something that you're still struggling with. And on that note, what about your routine? You know, on episode two, The Power of Routine, I asked you what does your routine look like? And today I kind of want to focus on is your routine still the same? And if it it is, is it working out for you? Or are you just doing it because you don't feel like putting in the effort to change it? Which I can totally understand. I mean, I do that all the time. However, for me, after I had done that episode, I had put this kind of tiny goal when it came to my routine that I wanted to wake up by 5 a.m. And it doesn't matter what whatever I do, for some reason, my body will just not wake up at 5 a.m. So what I decided to do was I needed to wake up before 6 a.m. And by doing that, not only was I allowing myself a time frame where I could wake up and actually reach my goal, but I was actually making it possible for me to do so. And that goes along with planning. And if you recall, on episode number three, The Power of Planning, I asked you, what is the best planning system for you? For me, it is a lot of drawings and a lot of uh, sticky notes and to-do lists and reminders and alarms. And I don't know, I have like three different calendars in different parts of my room and also at work and also in my car, just because I know that For me, after doing that episode, I realized that the best planning system for me is one where I can see it constantly. It's something that I get reminded constantly and annoyingly so, 
But by having it constantly in my face, I am more likely to do it. So with that planning system that you currently have or the ones that we're working out with you already, I want to see are they still working out or have you noticed that some of them don't work for you anymore and how have you been able to fix it? And you know, fixing is also part of growing, which leads us to episode number four, the power of growing. And in this episode, at the end, I asked you where your self-growth journey was at and where do you want it to go? You know, I asked you that, but I never actually shared where I was in my self-growth journey. And I honestly think that Even though my self-growth journey has sped up substantially since a year and a half ago, I am still at the beginning stages. Like if I have to tell you what level I'm in, I am probably at a 1.5. And that can be a little unnerving, but it can also be very motivating because it means that there's a long way to go. And I'm a very competitive person, so I like knowing that there's other challenges and other things that I will have to surpass. Um, and one of the things that I know for a fact that I want this self-journey to go is for me to not feel the need to accommodate or change my personality or fix my appearance or Do something that alters my true self just because I want to be accepted. And I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with, at least a lot of people that I am surrounded with, is this desire of wanting to be included and of wanting to be a part of people around them. And so I know that even though my self-growth journey is continuous and never-ending, I look forward to that milestone of standing up one day and saying, this is who I am and I'm here whether you like it or not. And I'm not going to change anything, not even like a little millimeter for you because I am okay with who I am and I am aware that I'm growing constantly every single day. And part of growing constantly is understanding what to put in your emotional cleansing toolbox. And we talked about this on episode five, The Power of Cleansing, where I asked you, What do you have in your emotional cleansing toolbox? And for me, I didn't realize it, but there's this new tool that I have added during the last two weeks, and that is self-forgiveness. I know you're probably going to tell me, for instance, that's kind of obvious. Self-forgiveness should be something you have in your emotional cleansing toolbox. However, I have a very rigid personality when it comes to me some people say it's because I'm a Capricorn I just say it because I'm stubborn (laughs) and very hard on myself and for me anytime something happens that I consider that shouldn't have happened my first instinct is to automatically kind of attack myself and say you should have done better you should have known better you you should have you should have you should have and these last two weeks, I've had to kind of let go of that mentality and say, no, listen, you did the best you could. That's it. You did the best you could. Let it go. And I think that's very powerful. And I know that is something that keeps being told to people every single day. But I will admit that, at least for me, it hasn't been saturated enough that it becomes instinct for me to do it. So that's where I'm trying to get to is to the point that whenever things like these happens my first go-to is it's okay Francis you did the best you could and part of this and yes you guessed it is revising 
And it's going back to your goals and it's going back to your mentality and it's going back to your mindset and it's going back to who you are as a person and determining what things you want to continue, what things you want to stop and what things you want to add to your life. Which brings us to this last episode, episode six, the power of revision. And the personal story that I have for today uh, has to do a lot with the essay and It's because back when I was in high school, I was part of the journalism class and I had Miss Patterson and I love Miss Patterson. And there was this one thing that happened that to this day has been very, very important to me. And back in the day, I used to sit down and write essays or write articles really, really fast. I mean, I can still do it if I want to, but... Um, I remember that I would do it because I just wanted to hang out with my friends in journalism. And there was this one day that Miss Patterson said, hey, Francis, let me see your essay. And so I came up to her and I had my computer and I was using Word. And this is exactly what she did. She grabbed the computer. She pressed the delete button while looking at me straight in the eyes. And then without blinking an eye, she closed the document and hit do not save. And she looked at me, smiled, and said, you can do better than that. And yes, my dear passenger, I was completely pissed off. However, over the years, I have learned that sometimes you need that kind of hard shake to understand that you can do better. Or where you're heading is not the right way. And unless something drastic like that happens, you won't change. So now whenever I'm writing an article and my computer accidentally deletes all of it, I get frustrated for like three seconds and then I just remember Miss Patterson's words and I say to myself, Francis, you can do better than that. And I use this mentality also in real life. Although... To be fair, in real life, sometimes it takes me more than three seconds to be unfrustrated. But I can get there when I really want to. Can I get a shoo-shoo? Well, my dear passengers, the time has come to reflect for a couple of minutes on all that I covered in this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being here today. Self-growth is an endless journey towards self-improvement. However, you don't ever have to do it alone. As your tour guide, my goal is to guide you with the best intentions and the best research available. Today, we learned about the power of revision. We now know that although at first we might plan to the T, it is important to go back, especially when we are subconsciously or even consciously able to tell that that is no longer where we want to head. In fact, by revising and redirecting our goals, we're more likely to be successful at them because now we're wiring ourselves to go through the path that we know we want to follow. Remember, real revision requires that you open yourself up to the possibility that parts of your goals or even your whole goals might need to be rethought, rewritten, and redirected. So tell me, dear passenger, what revisions did you make today? Please make sure to send me your response at my email, the self-growth train podcast at gmail.com. I would really love to hear your stories and the types of topics you will be interested in hearing about in the future. If you like this episode and can't wait to hear more, please subscribe or follow below and come back on Tuesday, February 23rd. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Self Growth Train Podcast. All the resources used today have been added to the episode's description. Well, until the next stop, dear passenger, safe travels!
Thank <laughs> you.